Welcome to the 11th day of Advent. Today we're in Matthew chapter 15, verses 10 through to 20. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen and understand. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of the mouth, that is what defiles them. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? He replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Leave them. They are blind guides. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, Explain the parable to us. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Every so often a journalist will break a news story where they've caught uh, someone of some importance, a politician or a celebrity, off guard but on the record and they've said something that contradicts perhaps what they've said in public uh, or their persona they present, they come across as hypocritical and rightly there's a consequence often for those people. Uh, like me, you might like watching a good detective crime thriller TV series every so often, Silent Witness, for example, where often the detectives will be cross-examining a potential suspect and trying to get them to talk. And often the tactic is actually to leave them for some considerable time on their own and eventually hope that they'll say something that gives, a gay, gives away the game. Or maybe if you're honest you can remember moments where you have said things in the heat of the moment that have revealed what you really think, feel, fear and want. You may, like me, have moments where you've said things that you regret, that you have to put right, and often at quite considerable cost over a period of time. It's that kind of stuff that Jesus is getting at in this passage, and it's that kind of stuff that Jesus wants us to pay attention to in Advent as we prepare our hearts again for his coming, to repent of those things deep within us that give uh, our evidence of our need for him, to pay attention to that stuff that we can sometimes ignore in the busyness of our day with our sophisticated denial mechanisms. In the context of the day that Jesus is speaking, and there's Pharisees here in the story who were so good at saying to people, here are the rules, you need to stick to these rules, you must not do these things, and if you don't do these things, you will be pure against the law. And they functioned essentially as a straitjacket, these things. They restrained people from doing certain things. Um, I always notice that when I take our dog off the lead, um, he will charge off. His instinct, once he's free, is just to go for it, but he's restrained by the harness and the lead. And that's similarly here what Jesus is getting at. He's saying you can do all the right things. You, you can not do certain things and do the right things and, and, and stick within the straitjacket, but it does not mean that your heart deep within you is pure and holy, has been transformed by my love and grace. It doesn't mean that your heart doesn't want these things. And what he's interested in is a much deeper purity and what he came to say is that my kingdom comes that you'd be transformed not by your behavior but by my spirit from the inside out the true sign of sanctification of being made holy and right with God is not that you just restrain your behavior but that your very desires and instincts are completely changed so much so that you don't want to do the things 
that would cause you to sin and deny God of glory in your life. Actions are not what he's interested in here. He's interested in a deeper thing, how the human heart can be made pure. And so the challenge for us as we think about this is to pay attention to not only what we want to do, but no, we shouldn't, but perhaps the deeper issue of why we even go in that direction. What are the issues deep in our heart that need us to pay attention to, that we need to ask God to do something about there's a list here, isn't there, of things that actually Jesus says um, come from our hearts. These actions reveal what's in our hearts. He lists them, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. Most of us probably don't do the first four or five of those things, but perhaps all of us are guilty of slander at times, speaking ill of someone when they're not in our presence. And what Jesus is saying is those things are indicative of a deeper issue in your heart often because there's pain, often because there's unprocessed, unresolved pain that we project and transfer to others or that we're hiding from or running from, and often because we just haven't allowed God by his spirit to pour out his love and healing and grace and transform us and set us free. Jesus here is saying to us simply that what comes out of your heart speaks. And so let's pay attention to what's in our heart. Let's pay attention to our thoughts on near words, things we nearly say but hold back from saying. Pay attention to those things that perhaps would give away to others the clues as to what's really going on. Not so that we can pretend we're something we're not, but so that we can come to God and say, God, I need you. Come again this Advent into my heart. Wash me clean. Set me free. Restore in me the image of your glory. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we believe you're the master heart surgeon who works deep within us to give us a new heart, to circumcise us in your love and your grace, to set us free from those things that cause us pain, that spill out of our heart and so easily cause others pain too. Help us to pay attention today, this Advent, to what is in our heart and what sometimes comes out or what nearly comes out, but that we check and hold back and give us faith to trust you that when we do, you will, by your spirit, transform us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.